Hi, and welcome to our Learn to Meditate audio series. We want you to know that we are very honoured that you are taking the time to listen to these classes. We know your time is precious, and we want to offer you our deepest gratitude and respect presenting these classes to you. Class 44, Perfection. Goals. In Class 44, you will learn all about being perfect and the ways perfection is around us all the time. There is an idea of heaven, of perfection, in another place and time, as some kind of garden of Eden where everything is flawless and nothing ever goes wrong and there is no suffering. But what about the idea that what we have here and now on earth is heavenly, but out of ignorance we choose hell? The Garden of Eden scenario is born out of the idea that we are visitors, temporary inhabitants of this strange land with no real express purpose other than to be drifting through to our real final static, unchanging destination, heaven. That we are sort of victims of a creator's wish for us to be readied, to be made perfect for our real life in the thereafter. That this world is imperfect and full of suffering for some grand reason we don't quite understand but we will totally comprehend when we are sitting in the clouds free from all misery while somehow being oblivious to the suffering of the poor wretched souls still here. This victim mentality frees us from any responsibility for what happens in our lives, indeed for any of the pain and suffering of anyone or anything else, because this world is a way stop, not a destination, and we are victims of the vagaries of fate. Coincidentally, our whole society is built around this idea of working towards another space and time. We work so we can retire in financial security, or have more things, or get to some other place or time. We are in a permanent state of waiting for something else. Many people today would say that this is too simplistic, and that staid idea of perfection, so boring and lifeless, it is more a hell than a heaven. Imagine for a moment what perfection might actually mean to you. Just take a second and really reflect on it. A surfer, for example, might consider perfection to be four to six foot barreling waves that go on forever, are easy to catch and you never get pounded. But if you think about that for a moment, you might realise that actually it would be good if every wave didn't barrel, if some closed out, some got too fat, so that we could appreciate the barreling waves all the more. Then you might also ponder that, well, actually it would be good if some days it was smaller and others larger and more scary, just to give the range of experience and keep it interesting and make us value the days it was perfect. Then thinking about it some more, you might think it would be good if some days there was no surf at all, just so that you could get yourself excited and motivated about the next swell and then others so nasty that you nearly drown, just so you might give the ocean and your life some respect. Well then, it might dawn on you that the strange reality is, is that is exactly what we have. You see, perfection is actually not static, otherwise it would not be perfect, it would be dead. Perfection is alive and changing, flourishing and evolving, a verb, not a noun, it is a journey, not an endpoint, and it is present not at some other time and place, but here and now. It is impossible to have perfection after we're dead. 
or in another age or situation that would be to say that the perfect existence is static and unevolving and that it is just dead and boring. For a moment just consider it. Really reflect on the idea that perfection is coming and it will arrive and then we all just stop and sit and enjoy a perfect static state that never changes again. But everything we could ever want will be there in infinite measure. It would be boring in about 30 seconds because that is not our nature. It is not what we are. It is not what the universe is. Every part of it, every single part of it is changing, evolving, journeying. The existence of every single soul in the universe is based on the fact that every single one of us is evolving and that is what is so perfect. The wonderful thing is that all of us are on that journey. We all are, whether we realize it or not, perfect. Now. We're not awaiting another time. It is all now. We can be happy now, sad now, suicidal now, euphoric and blissful now. Every moment has the perfect potential to be everything and everyone now. First, let us start with the earth. This place and time is so perfect, because if you think about it, it is an absolutely perfect manifestation of our collective states of mind. The exact amount of hate that we feel is in the world is exactly the amount we see. The exact amount of love, the exact amount of peace, whatever we feel is here is what we will see. What makes this so perfect is that every single one of us feels this differently at every moment in our lives and still the world perfectly reflects whatever we feel. Well, you might say, I'm full of love, but still I can see that there is hate. Or I'm full of peace, but still I see there is restlessness. But then stop and really notice what is going on inside you. If you were completely full of the highest unconditional love, then there would be no room for hate. You might see it, but you would not recognize it as hate. You would see it as a place where there was an emptiness or a lack of love because you would not have an experience known as hate. This is the amazing thing about us. Whatever experience we are having, we create, we own, because we are the person thinking it, the person with the consciousness to make it an experience, making it real, contributing to the collective states of mind that make our Earth our universe. Every single person can be in the highest ecstasy or the darkest underworld at any moment we choose for as long as we choose, because we create it, we own our experience. No one else ultimately can change that. We each are the creators and proprietors of our own experience. All the suffering, all the greed, all of everything is created by the experiences of each of us, the collective states of minds and our universe perfectly reflects it back to us. If no one was thinking of hate, there would be none in the universe. If no one was thinking that they were stressed, there would be no stress in the universe. It does not exist without someone creating it by thinking of it. Everything, everything that is here is a manifestation of our thoughts, of us making it real by creating it through experience. We think our thoughts are sort of pretend, that they don't hurt anyone or affect anything, but the reality is much different. Our thoughts and our intentions are the creation commands to the universe. 
We are the creators. We are the creator, for we each are a part of each other and everything, rock, plant, animal, human. One unbelievable mind, one fantastic soul, one. But this is where a major issue arises. If this was true, it would mean that every thought is important, every second a momentous responsibility, that each of us are affecting each other and also ourselves. It would mean that if I hurt you, I am hurting myself. If I hate someone or something, I am actually hating myself and contributing to the downfall of the planet. It would mean that everything is just, that nothing happens for no reason. It might mean that everything is so perfectly just that whatever harm I inflict would come back perfectly to be inflicted upon me. It might mean that there is nothing wiser, nothing smarter to do for anyone or anything, including ourselves, than to love. To love everyone and everything without conditions or expectations, for the pure and simple reason that that is the best thing I can do for myself, let alone anyone else. And you might realize that that is the real nature of heaven, and that is here, now. And that would be real perfection, and that is what we have. We are perfect. You are perfect. It is perfect. And this place and time is perfect. Imagine you're walking along a long, endless beach, feeling centered and in your heart. You feel relaxed and at peace. Your body is breathing long, slow and deep breaths. And you are completely at the beach. Your thoughts are not drifting. You feel completely engaged in simply walking along this beautiful beach. You decide to sit and a single grain of sand sits upon the index finger of your right hand. You gaze at it and for a moment feel that there is nothing else in the universe but this perfect little piece of sand. As you focus, the more you look, the more it feels to you as though this grain of sand is a kind of portal, a window to a vast inner universe. You see and feel within it a journey deep into the soul's worlds. You can see and feel the beautiful and magnificent souls all around you, some from nature such as the trees and flowers behind you, and others from people close to you, both alive and others from other times, having passed over and more. You look deeper and you can see a golden, sage-like form that feels so familiar to you. You recognize immediately as a kind of guardian angel or guide that has come to help you. The sage immediately lets you know in an intuition that this moment has the opportunity to be the most significant of your life, that you can fill it with more meaning than at any other time before. Fascinated, you ask how, and the sage simply says, for as long as you can, have no other thought than love. Simply feel love in every cell of your being. 
for every other grain of sand, love for every plant, for every animal, for every human, every soul in the universe, for every other thought that anyone might be experiencing, simply feel love. And as you do, you feel from deep within you a beam of light, a beam of love rising somehow from within the sage and your own heart. It feels effortless, but somehow as though every part of you is involved in manifesting it, in expanding it, as though there has never been anything so important as this moment. And the intensifying love rising from deep within you. You watch and you see it drift out in a beautiful divine light that flows out to everything around you and bathes everything you touch in the most powerful restorative energy imaginable. You can see other people's thoughts changing, being lifted and them joining the flow. It is so perfect and so enduring. It feels to you that this is the highest moment of your life. You stay here for the longest time exploring and enjoying this experience. And then just as suddenly you're back sitting alone on a beach looking at a grain of sand, a single piece of sand. And you realize that there are trillions of grains of sand in just the meter or two around you and each just as capable of being a portal as the one on your finger. And here you are amidst miles and miles of this perfect beach. And it's scientists say there are as many planets and stars in the universe as there are grains of sands on all the beaches of the earth. You breathe long, deep breaths and offer your gratitude to the perfection of your magnificent and glorious life. That in a single moment, with a single grain of sand, you can feel love so wonderful, so powerful, that it might connect you with every soul and you realize that heaven is here now. It is perfect. <laughs>